All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code COUPLE. I'm pregnant, okay? We can't ask these questions. It freaks me out. I think pregnancy gets scarier every time. People say it gets easier. I think it gets scarier because you, like, you know more and more. Oh, my God. <laughs> How much of a miracle it is. Why am I crying? That ain't gonna have me tear up. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to Couple Things with Sean and Andrew, a podcast all about couples and the things they go through. I'm really excited about this episode. We don't know much about it. Uh, it is asking each other vulnerable questions about pregnancy, but I have a list of questions for you. You have a list of questions for me. This was an idea we sent to our producer. Because being pregnant is hard. And I'm not talking about like physically on the woman. Relationally, it's difficult. Although it also is physically <clears throat> difficult from my yeah, understanding. It is. But yes, it is relationally difficult as well. And nobody talks about that. Yes. I think the only thing, and I'm sorry, I'm just going to jump straight to this because it drives me crazy. And I was talking to another girlfriend who's pregnant and another girlfriend who's pregnant about this. And their responses both were like, Made me feel better. The only thing I feel like I hear about in regards to pregnancy and marriage is that people love having sex while pregnant. That's the only thing you hear about? Like, when it comes to a marriage, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's the only thing I hear. Okay. Where do we go yeah. from here now? <laughs> uh, I'm excited to ask these questions. Lexi and Jenny put <clears throat> these together, scripted this out. We have not seen these, as Sean said, but... I feel like since we've been pregnant a few times now, we've seemingly asked each other everything there is to ask. But I feel like uh, maybe there might be some oddball questions in here. And I'm excited because 
don't know how you feel about this show, babe. This podcast. We're we're like 150 plus episodes in. But really? I feel like it has led to more intentional conversations. The feedback seems to have that effect on the people who listen. They like will ask each other these questions. So that's a prompt if you're listening and you're pregnant, maybe. Maybe you as a couple could go through some of these questions as well. I also think, think something that I love about our podcast that I've like learned is like we posted a little highlight on Instagram the other day of a clip from an interview. And I was reading the comments and people were like, oh, pfft. They think they're so wise. They're only seven years in. And honestly, no, I don't think we're wise at all. And I think we're learning (laughs) so much. But one of the greatest gifts we have gotten from this show is we have had the opportunity to talk to so many couples Mm -hmm. who are newlyweds, Mm -hmm. dating, 50 years into marriage, psychologists, marriage counselors, to where I feel like we have this huge Rolodex of wisdom from people. They're like failures, they're lessons, they're all these things that it makes it really cool dealing with our marriage because I feel like we have so much, so many tools to use. We have a lot of things to refer to. Like, oh, remember when uh, Drew and Ellie said that or remember when Brian and Sonia said that. Or remember when so-and-so went through that just like we are. And this is how they got through it. It's been really cool that way. The show does feel like a collective wisdom bucket of this topic. Or marriage and relationships. And counseling session every for you week. And, for you and I. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into this. Okay. So you want to alternate? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Andrew, Dean East, father of our children. Yes. What makes you nervous that you maybe haven't shared with me before? About my pregnancies or giving birth? Honestly, the idea... We've had friends who have had really Mm -hmm. close calls in the birthing process. Very traumatic births. Like they almost died. The mom did. Yeah. That thought like doesn't usually cross my mind. But as we've been hearing more and more stories, I'm like, dang. It's all kind of fun and games thinking about, oh, there's a kid and like you're... I'm nervous. What What is it going to be like to hold the baby? How are the kids? But it's like, no, that would be a huge yeah. life shift, right? Should something go poorly in yeah. that realm. Also, I think when we had our two vessel cord issue, mm-hmm. I just realized how intricate the whole process is and how many things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just humbling, you know, of like, mm-hmm. Dang, I can't do what? What can we do? Make sure you go to your doctor's appointments, and I go yeah. with you to most of them. But other than that, it's out of control. Eat healthy. I mean, whatever. Um. Also, I love how you do pregnancy. You live life full tilt. Still, you're really like thoughtful, but you don't really. You're not a super cautious person, yeah. which I'm thankful for. I remember when you did, um, we were at Nadia Comaneci, you did the backflip when you were pregnant. <laughs> or when you broke your toe uh, pregnant. Petting a puppy. I was, um, I think what, one thing that makes me nervous is like, dang, what if there was actually like a car accident? Yeah. And you or the bump got, you know. Hurt. Hurt. Mm-hmm. Or there was high impact. 
<clears throat> I don't think about it often, but those are some those mm-hmm. are some thoughts that we actually never really talk about. I know you say you're scared. I don't know if you've fully voiced like through you know as we're giving birth or walking into the hospital, you're like I'm nervous. Yeah. I, we haven't really broken that down fully, but those are some of my thoughts. Thank you for sharing. That's actually a question we've never talked about. Yeah. And something we've never voiced. I think I voiced it to you on a podcast a couple a couple podcasts ago. How I say the same prayer in birth. I mean, I know I've only given birth twice. But I remember saying this prayer on the operating table with Drew and repeating it with Jet, which was, God, I just pray that you bring this baby into this world safely and like they get a chance to be a part of our world. And if you don't mind, <laughs> can you help me stick around to be a part of it too? Yeah. And I think that's just me like admitting the same thing that you just admitted. Like I know give it like birth has been around <laughs> since the beginning of time, but it is scary. And yeah, I would say my a fear of mine is not making it through birth. It's pretty wild with how regular of a thing birth is and how many tools and gadgets we have nowadays that people still mm-hmm. have that experience. You know? um, sorry, one thing that I've been learning about. As athletes, we, we talk about visualization all the time. Mm-hmm. Like visualize what outcome you want visualize mm-hmm. what that feels like to stand on the podium or to to win or to have a successful play there's uh this idea of stoicism or philosophy of stoicism that i've been learning about i think there's a lot of overlap with christianity sidebar but they have this concept of negative visualization mm-hmm. so imagining your life without something with the goal being you appreciate that thing more mm-hmm. and um as sad as that is, I think maybe maybe I might do that. Like, dang, Oof, no. It, it helps you live every day. Like, if I if I wake up and spend thirty seconds thinking about what would my life be like without Sean, just thirty seconds, it helps me appreciate you more. I feel like the secret, as in the book and yeah. the movie, would say nothing good will come of that. No, there's several good things, but we could talk about that after <laughs> negative visualization I, <laughs> you I, like my reality you like i it. live in a world where my brain naturally goes to all oh, of those situations so i actively have to work towards not thinking about them mm. but like i think part of my innate motherly side is like what could go wrong what could i possibly have to deal with like but okay, so cha- don't channel that into worry. Channel that into just considering what what could go wrong and and allowing that to to prepare you for it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't want to prepare for okay. that. <laughs> okay, all right. Moving on from Moving negative on. visualization, <laughs> Sean. How have we learned to communicate better in this specific pregnancy? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like we've learned to communicate better in this pregnancy through the other ones. I feel like in our first pregnancy, I didn't know what I needed. You didn't know what I needed. We'd never really been through a full pregnancy before. So it wasn't until after the fact when we got pregnant with Jet, we reflected on Drew's pregnancy and we're like, how could that have gone better? Mm -hmm. And we were like... Do you need to take more time off of work? Do we? Do I need? 
a different type of doctor. Like we we went through the whole list. And then now being the third kid, I feel like we've been able to reflect now on two full-term pregnancies where it's like, how can we relate and reflect on both? What did we do good? What did we do bad? What could we improve on? And I feel like you and I have had just very matter-of-fact, transparent conversations on like, this doesn't work. And this does. And I think some of the stuff that we've found is I tend to overwork when I'm pregnant. Like, I tend to feel... I, I continue life as if nothing has changed. Mm. And I feel sick and I'm really tired. And my patience, my bandwidth is not as great. So I either snap or break too much. So, like, how can we reduce my bandwidth a little bit during this pregnancy to make it so that doesn't happen? Dang, yeah. Um... And then I think we have learned firsthand with communication that in both pregnancies, I don't take care of myself very well as far as like proactively stretching, seeing chiropractors, taking prenatals, doing things so that by the end of my pregnancies where I have very large children, I'm not miserably in pain. Like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. Sean is definitely the person to put someone else's oxygen match max gone before her own, you know, in the air airline. Yeah. Which is funny you <laughs> which is funny you say that because every time I fly with my kids and the flight attendant comes over the intercom and they say that, I'm like, You're out of your mind. <laughs> I will be putting my kids' masks on first. Nice. Before I ever attempt my own. I feel like because yes, we've we have two pregnancies to benchmark against mm -hmm. and to reference and also other life circumstances, I feel more your teammate today, now and over the past like growing over the past couple months than I ever have. And I love it. I freaking Damn. love having you as a teammate. Freaking love having you as a teammate. And I think it's worth saying we're not gonna go into details, but we have referenced lately in a lot of podcasts, there's been a lot of hardship that has kind of surrounded our life. Not our life in particular, but a lot of friends are just going through stuff. Very dark valleys. Um, a lot of family members are going through very dark valleys. And it has challenged us to be better people. It has challenged us to be more supportive with our circles. More integrated and wow what integrated nice it I is like it. it's literally what we've been doing and it has made us a stronger couple because it has forced us to have a lot of very very hard conversations can i tell a story real quick uh we had game night the other night which was <laughs> great and jared he came up to me he was like do you remember the first time that sean and i competed against each other which is funny and i was like no but apparently I had to apologize to Jared on your behalf because there was this game of Mega Jenga going on and and Jared bumped the table and the Jenga tower fell over and Sean was really upset. And I love, like, I think historically, previously I was, like, bashful or in some ways, like, embarrassed on your behalf, which seems so dumb. So, I know, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest mm. with that certain things, intense. right? But now I look at that, I'm like, I forget. Yeah, Sean's competitive as all get out. I love it. 
I mean, let's see, Jared. Did, did. you <laughs> accidentally bump it on purpose? <laughs> knowing Jared. <laughs> but you get my point. I used yeah. to, like, there was like, I was I was trying to fit you into a certain mold when I really just needed to let you do your thing. And I did the same exact thing with you. I mean, I'm sure there's still things we do that with, but For I've sure. more tried to just embrace who Sean is and love it. Yeah. Because what, like, I'm ultimately not, what can I change? And right back at you. I've done the same thing. Boodle bop. Okay. At this rate, we're not going to make it through this question. Five okay. hour podcast. Uh, baby. Yes. Do you wish more people talked about all the shifts that come with being a dad? No. No. <laughs> I, honestly, I think probably you can talk too much about yeah. pregnancy. Maybe we do. <clears throat> I, I hope we talk about it meaningfully. But like <laughs> at some point, you're, you, you want to understand the words. Yeah. You have to go through the experience. I agree. So I think like it's that reflective side, right? Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's it's all about reflecting. I yeah. agree. It's like you can preach only so much before people go through it and then come back to all this. They're like, yeah. But let me revise my answer a little bit. I do think, as I've had conversations with more people here in Nashville, there is a lack of community. With everyone, really, but males specifically. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, in that realm of having community that you can talk to if you need to, like, dude, this dad thing isn't what I thought or I'm going through a hard time. Yes, I think there should be a stronger form of male community. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole nother topic. You ready for your second question? Sean, are there any areas you feel like you're struggling with in your pregnancy this time around? Yes. Yes. I have been very open about this with my first pregnancy. Didn't talk about it too much with Jet's pregnancy, but I didn't feel like I went through. It. I went through it, so I have a history of like eating disorders and like body image issues and all these things. And I was really scared going into my first pregnancy how that would affect it. My first pregnancy, I was very grateful. It almost like, for a lack of a better word, cured it for a while. I don't know how to say that. Um, I felt the same way with Jet's pregnancy. This one explain has been... that. Well, let me explain. Sean felt like her body had purpose. Yeah. And so it was less about her and her body and more about what her body is doing for the kids. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And I felt that through the whole pregnancy with both Drew and Jet. I'd say I've struggled with it a little bit this time. Really? Yeah. And I don't mean that in like an insecure way. There have been times where I've had like vanity thoughts of like how is my body changing this much this fast with a third? I can definitely tell the third pregnancy is just different. It just happens different. Your body's gone through the motions. Your body has taken a beating twice already. So now it's going through a third time. So things are just changing and I don't have as much time to like work out and take care of myself. My body's just changing. And I think I've noticed that a little bit differently in my mind. Not bad yet where, like, I should get back with a psychologist or nutritionist. It's all very manageable. But I have noticed little thoughts here and there where I'm like, that's an unnecessary thought to have. Can I share something I've noticed? Yeah. How beautiful you are and how much <laughs> I love you. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Thank you. You're as adorable and sexy okay. now as you've ever been. I think... I mean that. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't mean to deflect that. Thank you. 
And I will add, I think one of the main reasons for that is after two C-sections and two births, I felt like my body had a lot of healing to do. And that has nothing to do with body image. That was like, I just didn't feel strong. I felt like I needed to rehab my core. And right before we got pregnant, I had just started to feel like I had that under control again. I was healing my body so beautifully. And then I got pregnant again. I was like, oh, no. So. It's going to be. But also very excited. I love you. I love you. Andrew. Yes. Um, safe space here. I mean that. How would you say I've been emotionally in this pregnancy? <laughs> <laughs> emotionally, you've been pretty good. First trimester was tough. Yeah. That was probably the worst one yet. I think we did a full YouTube video on it. You can go check out uh, on the first trimester debrief. I think because of your awareness of like, I need to go take a nap, we've had less conflict, yeah. which I really appreciate. I also like, I'm here to help, dude. So I hope you've realized that over the past couple pregnancies. So like, I'm not, I'm not, I know I do some things that annoy you or that are not helpful, but I intend to help you. I know. So just ask or like communicate. I need to go take a nap. I need food. I need to take 10 minutes by myself for peace and quiet. I'm happy to accommodate. I will agree. First trimester of this pregnancy has been the worst. Not, I don't mean that like emotionally, but it, it was the worst first trimester. I was very sick. I felt horrible. Life was throwing us some wild curveballs that we were dealing with on top of everything else. Um, so yeah, thanks for sticking with it. But I, I agree. This one has been a little bit different in the sense of like two days ago. I was like, today is a really bad pregnancy day. I feel terrible. And like if I can, now that I reflectively can say that, Andrew's like, cool, go Sh sleep. Sean used to know that it was a really bad pregnancy day, but not tell me until like the end of the day. And then she'll be like, it's been a really, <laughs> it's just been a bad pregnancy day. It's like, you should have told me that at 7 a.m. this morning, bruh. I will say there's... There is a stigma around pre pregnancy that women f can tend to fear they fall in into, which is like the complaining pregnant woman. People talk about it. They make memes and gifs about it, gifs, whatever. They're con it's about comedy skits, but like there's so much going on with your body that some women deal with pregnancy harder than others. And I think in my mind, I don't ever want to show weakness something that I should work through. So I'm like, oh, just tough it out. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, actually, that was a hard day. Whereas now I'm trying to reverse that. But you could say, hey, can I take five minutes and not have to, I get, like, you're not fooling anybody. It's not, you're either going to verbally complain or your body language will communicate that. So it's, hey, can I take five minutes? It's a good workaround to that. Third question. What has worried you the most about this pregnancy so far? <laughs> We're getting really honest, guys. Uh, what has worried me the most? This thought that I just can't get over, that I try to push away. We haven't talked about any of this. This is wild. Um, because I think we lost two pregnancies in trying for this one, because we have had 
two miracle children who are amazing. Mm-hmm. We've gotten through two C-sections, births, all of it. We got through the two-vessel cord. In the back of my mind, I'm like, there's no way we can have a third. Wow. And it's just like this doomsday thought of. We've gotten too lucky. Yeah. That is doomsday, dude. I know. Crazier things have happened. I know. Then. We need to move on. You okay? Yeah. I don't like thinking about that. What? I know. I'm pregnant. Okay. We can't ask these questions. Jenny. It freaks me out. I think pregnancy gets scarier every time. People say it gets easier. I think it gets scarier because you like, you know more and more. Oh my gosh. (laughs) How much of a miracle it is. Why am I crying? That ain't gonna have me tear up, (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) What are we doing here? How would you say I've been handling the topic of body image with this pregnancy? Uh, good. I think you've been honest with me. Which, what more can you ask? You know? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? I'm good. I'm just pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute. It's going to be okay. I know. Yeah, I think you've been honest. Does that suffice as an answer? Yes. Sean, how does it make you feel when other women talk about themselves negatively during pregnancy? Oh, it makes me really sad. I relate to it. I understand it. But it's so much easier to not, to like, to be the outside person looking in and understand, like, that woman's going through so much. If only she could see the beauty of it. Like it's easier to preach than practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it makes me sad. It's a long process too. So there's there's a lot of days and moments to We're only halfway. How? (laughs) Okay. Andrew, do you feel pressure when you think of adding another baby to the family? How do you deal with the pressure? No. Honestly, the older Jet and Drew have gotten the more excited I am about having more kids, which I know is a whole another conversation. And this will likely be our last pregnancy. But I feel like I've just kind of come to terms with the dad thing, parenting, and like what life looks like. Zero to one was hard because it was like the whole identity shift that we've talked about. Your schedule changes. Your friend group changes. There's a lot of new things. Like you're doing chores, whatever, all the stuff. And then going from one to two was just weird because you're like, I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm hoping two to three is just like adding to the joy and to negative visualization. Like, wow, what if we don't have a fourth? What if we Mm -hmm. don't? It's like this is going to really be a precious time having a third baby. The first two weeks with the skin to skin, I freaking love. (laughs) I know it'll be different because we'll have Jet just BMXing all around our living room as we do that. But like. Uh, no, I don't. I don't feel pressure. I just feel excited and hot. Dang, people don't really talk about how fun parenting is. I feel like we're experiencing. We're on the front porch this morning watching Jet learn how to ride his bike down the hill. It's awesome. Wild. It's so fun. He's a so, wild man. I really do love it. 
Sean, how does your faith play a role in your day-to-day life in this pregnancy? <laughs> well, I told you my doomsday thought. So my day-to-day faith plays a huge role because I'm just like all day, every day, like, God, protect this baby. Give him the strength to stick with us, make it all the way here, protect their body and their mind. So I think my how my faith plays a role is I have a very active mind. And whenever it starts to run down paths that I don't enjoy thinking about, I switch over to faith. And I'm like, you know what? It's a good time just to give it all to God. Which, when you mean that, are you talking like reflecting and praying? Are you talking about hoping and like dream casting or whatever you want to call that? Are you talking about just like acknowledging humility? I think it's just acknowledging the way that my mind deals with lack of control is by faith, which some people could say is dreaming or being hopeful or whatever. Whereas I would say it's more prayer. So it's like a, Hey, I can't do anything else. I give this to you. All these thoughts I'm going to give to you and just in exchange, (laughs) say a prayer or have a conversation and be like, can you help? protect us and I don't mean that in exchange like I'm owed anything I'm not owed anything by God but I deal with uncertainty and fear and doubt and worry by talking to the big guy so it's like doing it's giving that all up bundled with like this hopeful optimism kind of is what faith does are you frustrated with buying your kids clothes and having them grow out of them literally within a week I know I am. Then you need to check out Posh Peanut. I love this brand. Their clothes are amazing quality and made from viscose from bamboo. So they stretch with your kid as they grow and are four times stretchier than cotton. They have different designs you can pick from like Barbie, Flowers, Disney, and Hot Wheels. So we let our kids pick out which ones they wanted. And of course, Drew picked the pattern with Disney princesses. Oh, yes. She loves her Disney princess pajamas. Plus, I swear their clothes get even softer the more you wash them, which usually doesn't happen with kids' clothes. I also love that their clothes are chemical-free, which means they're delicate enough for babies with sensitive skin, which is something we've been paying attention to for Bear. Posh Peanut is made for infants and kids, but they also have sizes for moms and dads if you want the whole family to match. Let's be honest, every family has done a matching moment. And if you're not a parent, consider this a perfect gift idea. For real, you guys, we love this brand, and they're loved by over a million parents. Check them out. Right now, Posh Peanut is offering our listeners 20% off your first order with promo code EASTFAM. Go to poshpeanut.com slash EASTFAM and use promo code EASTFAM for 20% off your first order. Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so, so cute. I listened to a few episodes and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and the Netflix show, Brainchild. So these people know what they're doing. As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers. On an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning 
really cool. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more. So it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I dig it. Next question. Andrew, do guys think about their reaction when the baby is born? Do they feel like they have to act a certain way? I didn't think about my reaction. <laughs> no. Um, it's the craziest bundle of emotions, though. It is. It's crazy. It's like terror and crying yeah. holding your hand because Sean had C-sections and she's trembling she's always cold or like yeah. she's just not normal which is scary and in that operating room is like the most intense realization that something could go wrong it's like there's blood and there's doctors and you're like oh this is a surgery yeah and they're cutting open her stomach which is like a very vulnerable yeah. part of your body uh but then you hear a baby crying and, and it's like i know you realize you've been waiting nine months to hear that cry and now it's here it's like this it's such an intense oh my gosh i love that moment mm -hmm. um so no i don't think about it we do uh i mean we have filmed historically the mm -hmm. deliveries but the way we film it's like set it up in the corner our anesthesiologist holds it yeah <laughs> which is wild i because i don't even remember that until now but we always hand it off to the anesthesiologist yeah, and I'm glad we've done that, but, like, my focus is not, Yeah. hey, how can I look sweet on camera? You're wearing these dumb little <laughs> white poofy outfits. It's like, no one, it's not going to be cool. It's just, I want to be there in the moment, you know? Yeah. This, this all makes me think that we should have Mama Dr. Jones back on and ask her all these questions about C-sections. Like, why do I shake? Oh, I dig it. Let's, let's do it. Mama Dr. Jones? Tita. You come up, answer our questions. Um, no, next question. Oh, yeah. Sean, anything you wish you did differently with your other pregnancies? <laughs> uh, uh, no. I mean, I, I learned from my other pregnancies, so they ended perfectly, beautifully with our babies. I think... I, I don't want to go regretful and go backwards and be like, I wish I changed this because I don't. I think with this pregnancy, I would love to be a little bit more proactive. Historically, with both Drew and Jet, I get horrible sciatic pain and horrible low back pain starting about halfway forward um, because of how big our babies are <laughs> and how I carry and all these things. So I would love to be more proactive to where that doesn't become the case. But... If it it can't happen, it's fine. Can I say one thing? What? Well, first of all, probably don't want to break your toe again like you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Would be one change. And then also the adhesive that causes the rash. We have to have a conversation about this with... I'm saying it right now to... All to, of our doctors. To bring it up in top of mind. Dude, I think I have a latex allergy. I don't know what it is. Actually, I'm going to throw this to you guys. If you guys know what this is. My C-section scar, so C-section mamas, 
they put they stitch you up internally and then they put this big strip on you. It's like a big band-aid. Whenever that strip comes off, immediate no, or it starts when it's on. I think it starts when it's on. Anyways, right. it's all around my C-section scar. I get this horrible <laughs> to be an understatement. Horrible rash. That itches so badly, I want to take a knife and cut the skin off. And it starts traveling down my legs and all the way up my stomach. It gets pretty gnarly. And it will last a month or two. It gets pretty gnarly. Well, Dude, I don't want to experience that again. What made me think of it is I, had a band, I put a band on my foot and I took it off and it was like swollen. I was like, what the heck? And that's it reminded me of oh. your whole stomach section after guys, you take that off. Guys, I forgot about that, babe. We cannot let that happen. I got again. you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Next um, question. I've like I thought. Is it like the iodine? Is it the? We've been through a lot. <sighs> okay. Last one, baby. How? No, not last one. Wow. Um, baby, how has your view of pregnancy changed after watching firsthand? All that pregnancy does to a woman's body, mind, energy, etc. Uh, I mean, the first pregnancy, I had no reference point, mm -hmm. and I probably a lesser appreciation of just you as a person. Mm -hmm. So when you would, you know, say, "Hey, I, I don't feel good today," I'd be like, "Stop complaining." <laughs> yeah. But then you kind of get older have more friends that get pregnant, see how their wives react and respond to it. And then it like all those collective experiences have made me appreciate you more and take you seriously. <laughs> like I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I probably didn't take you as seriously as I should have. It's okay. But now I'm getting better. I'm get, And that's the whole game. I'm getting better. I think the greatest mind shift for you was when I broke my toe. I feel like I noticed the biggest shift in you after that. Sean said that she thought she uh, like, the rock had stubbed her toe pretty much. And then the doctor also thought that. Because he was like wiggling it and moving it. Yeah, and Sean was just sitting there. He's like, you got a bone bruise. And then they did x-rays and he was like, oh my gosh, your pain tolerance is nuts. You didn't get a bone bruise. You shattered your toe. It's in half. He's like, I like cannot believe you're just sitting here centimeter. normal. <laughs> like most people would be knocked out from whatever. So I've, uh Yeah. Yeah. If that answers the question. Next I up. also want to give Andrew props real quick. I've been really impressed through the years um, with how, with the relationship you've formed with our OB. You ask so many questions and like are truly genuinely interested and curious about the whole process. It's been cool to watch that. Um, What ways do you struggle? No, it's my turn. Oh. Question seven. Do you think after this baby there's any possible <laughs> chance of a fourth uh, is adoption, foster care, or another pregnancy down the line uh, possible if the OB approved it? Yes. Wow. I, I, I have said this since the day we got pregnant. In my, right now, I feel as if this is my last pregnancy. I don't know if it's our last baby. We'll see how we deal with three. Um... I think I did say in a YouTube video I felt like we were complete, but we'll see. We don't really have that many people in our close circle who have adopted. So, like, mm -hmm. that is this looming question mark in my mind of, like, I kind of want to explore it just to see 
yeah, it makes sense for us or anyway, your turn. What ways do you struggle with being a dad? Impatience, unrealistic expectations, anger, being present, et cetera. And how do you want to work on that area for this next baby? Gosh, patience is always a thing in parenting, I feel like. Um, I think I, you have better patience than I do. I appreciate that. That's been one thing. Sean, uh, Sean's patience this pregnancy has probably been lower than normal. Yes. To our earlier question. Working on it. Uh, so, yes, that. I think I probably, I really am kind of more of an introvert. Like, meaning I need my, my solo time more than you like it. You like to be you and me. Yeah. I like to just be me. I think a weakness of mine as a dad is, like, trending toward or thinking about that as opposed to, no, this is a phase of life. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, mm -hmm. always this tension. Um, Honestly, I, I, I don't know if we're too loose with the kids I, I would say we're intentionally um hands off mm -hmm. with the kids we let them do dangerous things carefully as the saying goes right i don't know like it's a weird line to try to figure that out i think i probably like when i'm watching the kids i'm pretty hands and i'll let jet climb the the, the play set and do all the crazy things, which has worked out because that dude is now capable as anything, and he's really physically aware, right? But maybe that was just luck. What else do you think? What? Nothing at all. <laughs> I like watching you reflect. Any other dad moments I'm overlooking? Where do I struggle as a dad? I think something I've noticed you working on more and more is you're, I feel like you're acknowledging more and more how different Drew and Jet are and how they have different needs. Hmm. I never really had that thought until just now. So <laughs> well, and you can see like Jet, Jet wants the rough housing. He wants... Mm. to get down and dirty with you. Drew wants your attention and she wants to be your princess in such a fragile way. And I've seen you kind of work on that more and more lately. That would be a one thing uh, is I probably, I my like we've never had this conversation. I worry about Drew getting too much attention. So I think I take it upon myself to like try not to get, I'll intentionally withhold, which is not right mm -hmm. of like, oh, I don't want to, I shouldn't compliment her hair and her dress every day. She's going to get used to this. And it's like, is that going to lead her down to be this like, vain, like, is she going to be vain or is that going to lead the body image? So I'm like, maybe, maybe overthinking is yeah. that, is that. I think you're probably the most important person in her life, way more than me. Big role. I believe that. I love her. And I think how you treat her every single day, day in and day out, will define the husband she looks for someday. I treat her well. Oh, beautifully. But I'm saying, like, don't ever yeah. worry about 
the vanity. It's like you're instilling such a confidence in her coming from the most important man in her life that when your eyes light up looking at her and it's because she wants to show you her hair, that gives her such confidence in herself. Like I distinctly remember that from my dad. Yeah. My mom would take me shopping and I'd get a new outfit and I could not wait to go home and show it, like try it on and show it to my dad because he made me feel like I was the most beautiful person in the world. Yeah, I dig that. Um, sorry, last thing. This goes back to like me being an introvert, but I- I'm a big like focus. Like when I'm focused on something, don't interrupt me. <laughs> and so yeah. I've gotten better yeah. at Drew wants to show me something she's excited about. Put whatever I'm focused on aside, whether it's a book or a project I'm working on or a computer. Hey, I would love to see that. And mm-hmm. like make eye contact with her, show her that that distraction is out of my way and give her my attention. Yeah. Okay, next. Does having more babies make you wish you had siblings growing up? Yes. I loved my life. I love my life. I love my parents. My parents are my best friends. They were my best friends my whole life. But I think it's because of seeing the the dynamic of siblings. It's really fun. With you and your siblings now as adults. I love that. And I want our kids to have that. So, like, I I wouldn't change anything about my childhood. I love how close we are to my parents. Everything. But I think that bond is really special if you're close with your siblings there's no other relationship like it yeah anyway uh what advice would you have for any guys out there who really want to be a dad but their wife may not be ready to get pregnant yet Mm. there are a lot of ways to live a fulfilling purposeful meaningful fun life Having kids is one of them. As parents, Sean and I talk about that our marriage comes first and our kids reap the benefits of us having a strong marriage. I think that applies to this situation where you you are in this marriage that is the most important relationship in your life. You've committed to this person. Um, Don't. Don't just try to like, don't do anything to disrespect. Don't do anything to try to rush or pressure or manipulate. Like that marriage should be cared for very tenderly and zoom out and see the long game. Like, you know, you have a, you have a pretty large window of time to have kids in. And if you're just wanting them now, like maybe that's, partially selfish right Mm -hmm. so take care of your spouse because that's the first commitment you made Mm -hmm. does that make sense i think you have the best chance at your marriage and the best chance of being great teammates and parents when you're both on the same page i dig that you gotta wait for that i dig it What advice would you give to anyone out there who has been trying to get pregnant for a long time and keeps getting their hopes up and then gets disappointed? Mm. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationships. I agree. And therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with a therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped, they truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Lean into your spouse. Communicate. Surround yourself with a, a supportive good community that you can talk to heal with heal through and never forget that they're if you're dealing with you know the the disappointment or devastation of not being able to have your have kids on your own there are other ways and there are a lot of babies out there that need parents there's actually a influencer Bella we'll link it down in the description yeah, yeah. below Bella Vlogs oh. she just adopted yesterday did you see that I bawled like a baby you watched it I watched every second of it I, I bawled I like a baby it. really Della Vlogs go watch their adoption story I mean I was almost put to my knees It it's just so beautiful it's so beautiful wow yeah last question Andrew mm. In what areas do you think you've supported me well throughout pregnancy? In what areas do you think you could better support me? That sounds like a interesting question. Uh, I think I could probably like be more hospitable in the sense of like, hey, planning things for you to look forward to or surprising you with like, hey, babe, I booked you. I, I blocked your afternoon off from work and you're going to get a massage. I didn't, but but that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to do that, like with getting 
you and to see the doc the doctor. I think I've done a better job at that. Yeah. But just thinking of you more and how can I proactively like take care of you in a way that gives you something to be excited about that actually gives you more reasons to love me as ridiculous as that is like hey how can I be a dope husband for Sean right now I love that let me let me do something really cool and thoughtful for her it's selfish but it's not you know what I'm saying like I want you to love me the most I I feel like you've been the most supportive in this pregnancy so far and I feel like you were very supportive in the first two but I think we're we're getting better at this thing. We are. Yeah. Last question for you. How have you personally grown since becoming pregnant or becoming a mom? Mm. I have a lot of areas to still work on. All of the same areas that I have grown better in. But I, I think I've... I've just learned a lot about motherhood. I've learned a lot about babies. I've learned a lot about pregnancy. My understanding of it all is so much greater. I'm working on my patience right now, being exhausted and tired with kids. But I think my patience has gotten better since day one. I think my open-mindedness has grown, or that category. I think I've loosened the reins a little bit and just kind of allowed our kids to be more of who they were born to be and rather than who I wanted them to be, I guess. And it's been a very beautiful thing. Yeah. I think we've uh we're surrounded by a lot of people that have passionate feelings on the style with which you should raise kids. I think one effect that's had on both you and I is like this person has style A, which is directly contradictory to style B. Mm -hmm. And it's like we used to feel like we needed to make camp with one or both of those, but we've really just grown in empathy for like, oh, that's just how they're doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's how they're doing it. And there's no right or wrong way. I think, To add to that, too, I think a perspective shift that has changed in both of us so much over the years since getting pregnant with Drew to now being halfway through our third is this idea. I remember going into our first birth and planning through that whole pregnancy. This is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to have this our birthing plan. This is everything. This is what our kids are going to be into. This is when they're going to hit their milestones, like all of these things. And you so quickly learn that <laughs> these little people are their own little people. <laughs> and that it is not our job to raise them to become a particular person. It is our job to help them grow into who they're supposed to be, whoever God made them. So like we're not determining their, I don't know, life trajectory. We're trying to like, help them flourish and it's been fun to kind of take a step back and be like dude jet has fallen in love with a bike and he's running with it and the best thing i can do is be his biggest cheerleader in that and drew thinks she will be a real life princess (laughs) that happens to be a pilot at the moment (laughs) and 
all she talks about is how she wants to be in the clouds. And right now, the best thing I can do is help that grow. Mm. I love parenting. And I think you're a great mom and great pregnant lady. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Uh, All right. Thank you all so much for listening and uh, just joining us on this pregnancy journey again. If you made it this far, don't forget to subscribe, give the show a rating, like it, follow along, whatever platform you're on. I guess it depends. But uh, we love you guys. What a treat. And I love you. I love you, baby. Hey, thank you for being the best teammate, the best supporter. I'm glad to have you. Being along and being our our baby's daddy. And by the way, I've realized Sean is the best teammate because I believe that she I think she is. Right, right. I gotcha. It's not like it's not like there should be no jealousy of like, oh Sean. Well, Andrew's married to Sean and he got this dope teammate. It's like, no. What we've like just mutually said, I am choosing mm-hmm. to have you be the best teammate for me. Right, and I, I will every day make that choice that's a thought it's a mindset it's faith that's all we got (laughs) i'm andrew i'm sean we're the east fam out all right real quick for all of those listening out there we don't ask for a lot of favors i don't think babe do we no but we're gonna ask you a favor today all right if you're listening to couple things podcasts on apple Podcasts specifically will you please do us this short quick favor We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search couple things and tap our shows icon. And then the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do tap it to resume following the show if you get a prompt to quote turn on automatic downloads say yes that way you'll get all of the episodes thank you so much guys we're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can love y'all and we really appreciate you doing this